The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey, fairy friends. Welcome to episode six of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. And welcome, everybody. Today's episode is all about the best times to go to Walt Disney World as an adult, or just as anybody, to be very yeah, clear. Yeah, one of the most popular questions we get. So. When should we go? When should we plan our trip? Now, we're going to tell you, uh, I use a couple sites to try to figure out our scientific, uh, non-scientific formula. I, I, there's a couple sites that I go to. Always, You can Google this as well. Just put in best times to go to Walt Disney World. But we will also share with you our kind of anecdotal experiences through the seven, eight years that we've been going consistently. So uh, let's get uh, let's get started. We are going to we're going to we're going to do the rest of 2019. That's kind of where we're going to start. We've already gotten through basically spring break. If you're listening to this in real time. In 2019, we are at the beginning of spring break, which means avoid at all costs. <laughs> Don't go. Don't go. I mean, look, it, it is... It's Walmart on a Black Friday. Yeah, it is. It's like Filene's Basement uh, on a closing sale. You you want to really avoid it. And the next good time... To, now, this is the bad thing, too. The next good time to go isn't until August. Yeah, you heard us right. It is really busy now. Straight through the summer months. Yeah, kids are off of school, and that's when everyone's going. So it's spring break, uh, summer, and then school holidays and stuff. So luckily, I mean, we're adults. We don't have kids. We don't have to worry about that. So we can go whenever we want. So we try to avoid these busy times. Now, we are, we are recording this. What's the date today, Kyle? Do you know? We're recording March 8th. We're recording this on March 8th. Let, let us tell you, we did learn something this year. And again, this is anecdotal. This might not apply for 2020 or in the future, but we literally just got back about four days ago. We went February 28th through the 4th, Kyle, right? Correct. Basically, right uh, right before the start of spring break, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was dead. There was nobody there. But you could tell the moment Monday, because we did a Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday, which was the unofficial start of spring break. Girl. You could was, feel it. It was uh, palpable. Oh, we walked into Hollywood Studios and it was like, bang, bang. Everybody was there. So a little trick for next year. Maybe that last week of February is a good week to a good little weekend to go. Yeah, because people are there over President's Day. They're there over uh, Martin Luther King Day. Anytime that they're off of like a government holiday or off from school, people go for like those longer weekends and make a trip out of it because they don't have to take as much time off work. Absolutely. So that last weekend in February, people are done with their holiday trips, um, those two other holidays, and then right before spring break. So. It's a good weekend. We're going to get into January when we talk in the in, about the future into 2020, but let's move forward. As we said, a lot of people, I know you're listening, some of you are going to just have to go in the summer. We have gone in the summer. We went about two years ago for my birthday over uh, the first weekend of August, August 5th. And you can still do it. It's just be warned it's hot yeah. and it's busy. It is like... 
Vietnam in July hot. Yeah, I walked out of our hotel and within 15 feet, I already had the underboob sweat and my sunglasses were all fogged up and I was like, oh, this is going to be oppressive. He was a mess. Let's I, I was. You. I mean, just like a sweaty mess. I know. I know. And I you're not joking. I mean, and you're not joking. We don't think because we're sassy. You can't tell when we're joking. It it was 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was a pre- I mean, it was oppressive hot. So just be aware. Orlando in August. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's warm. But you know what? If that's the time you can go, you can still go and make it work. You just have to know it's going to be a little busier than maybe it normally would. And some of you won't have an option. I mean, if, if your vacation is in June, July or August. Now, so listen to episode one when we talk about fast passes. That'll teach you all about how to maybe avoid those crowds, avoid those lines and make the most of it. Because I will tell you, I, I was just having a discussion with a group of people. And this is, I, I think, just a general thought of the two of us. Here's the deal. We, you will find as you listen to us, we have gone at basically every time period of the year. We've gone in January. We've gone in February. We've gone in now March. We've gone in the summer. We've gone in October. The dealio is in 2019 and forward, there is no more really slow times at Walt Disney World. Even, but, and we have gone at the busiest times. We go over the holidays. We've gone two years in a row over the holidays. If you use the Fast Pass um, program well, again, referring to our episode one, I don't notice a quality of trip difference, Kyle. You no. know what I mean? You know, enjoyment. There's not an enjoyment deficit. No, it may take a little longer to find the exact fast pass you want, or you have to wait you know, an extra 10 minutes for a bus, but it's not a huge difference no. that if you do everything right, if you follow our tips and tricks. Yeah. Again, episode one tells you how to take the most advantage of the fast pass system. Okay, so we talked about the beginning of August. The best time to go, starting at the... Half, the second half of August. This is true. Schools across the country start to go back to school at the end of August. So if you, you know, that last week, that last week of August, pretty good. Labor Day weekend, obviously it's a holiday. A lot of locals go. It is very busy. And again, still pretty darn hot. Yeah. And weekends are always going to be busier. Yeah. So now if you can get past Labor Day, if you don't have to go on Labor Day, most days in September are really good. I mean, they're, it's, it's actually a really good time to go. Everyone just came over the summer, and so no one's going there in September. A lot of people are maybe going to go over the holidays, so they're not going. So that September-October window is really great. Now, here's the only bad thing. I mean, you know, freedom isn't free, and this, this isn't free. Um, the only bad thing about September is September is historically the rainiest month it's the prime of the rain season for Orlando. So that's just count on rain at some point basically every day. You're right, Colin. Mean, it is Florida, though. So, I mean, it does rain all the time. And if it does rain, a lot of times it's only for a half hour to two hours. So go back, take a nap, take a rest, have some lunch, do what you're going to do during the rain and make the most of it. It's Florida. It rains. Now, they do sell parkas if you're going in September, October. Ponchos. Ponchos. Did I say parkas? Yeah. One of my ugly Betty. Um, they do sell ponchos, but they're like $87,000 in the parks. So pack a poncho. PP. Pack a poncho. P, uh, P, uh, pap. Pap. As in, yeah, anyway, that's a horrible reference. But pack a poncho. That means something else. I know. It's something that I will never have to do. Thank God. Anyway, um, pack a poncho because they are expensive in the parks. And again, going in September, 
you're going to need one. I guarantee you're going to need one because it's rainy as hell. Uh, so September, October, both good. Something else you want to say? Yeah. So in September and October, it reminded me one thing you're going to want to pay attention to is the different festivals and events that they've got going on. So September, October is going to be the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. So Epcot might be busier than the other parks at that time, especially on the weekends, because it is such a big festival. So even though it's a traditionally slower time for the parks overall, Epcot might be busier because it is that festival. And over at Magic, at Magic Kingdom, they have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Extravaganza going on, their Halloween festival, um, which makes... Magic Kingdom bonkers again, mostly for kids. Again, that's that's a really that's a kiddie thing. So again, we're geared toward adults. Yeah, the, the mouse has been really good about finding those slow times and creating events to draw people in during those. So marathons and festivals and parties and that kind of thing. And if you heard Kyle mention the food and wine festival, it used to be way at the end of the year, and now they started earlier and yeah, earlier. This, it starts the end of August now. It's expanded big time for all the reasons that uh, that Kyle just said. So uh, September and October are good you again during the holidays you kind of want to uh, avoid it however weekdays in november also good except the week of thanksgiving for obvious reasons a lot of locals a lot of vacations are held there it's kids a palooza but if you can go at the beginning of october or i'm sorry the beginning of november girl you're set now let's move into um december colin will remember this our very first trip and our very first tip, we thought we thought we had we had hit the jackpot and found like the holy grail. We used to go the day after Thanksgiving. We used to go like a couple days after Thanksgiving, the very first week of December. Yeah, in the beginning of December, we wouldn't leave on Black Friday because it would no. still be nuts. Yeah. But a couple days later, we'd leave the first week of December, and it was dead. And we, dead. We would always go that time that time of year. We I loved was, it. I was looking at our very first picture at Magic Kingdom, and. The crowd behind us. There was were like three people. Three people. We're in front of yeah Cinderella's castle taking a selfie, and there's nobody, nobody there. there. Yeah. You don't really get that anymore, but that was 2012. But yeah, so beginning of December, still good. It's all decorated for the holidays, so it's a great time to go if you want to see that, but you don't want to go in the craziness between Christmas and New Year's. So yeah, it's 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 still good. Now, Christmas week, obviously, uh, we're going to cover the holidays in a future episode, so I'm not going to go into that. Um, that's going to be a whole episode of how to navigate the holidays at uh, at Walt Disney World. But the beginning of December, you're still you're still really 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 good on that one. Uh, now we're going to move into 2020. Oh, and one more before we move into 2020, though, I do want to make a, a note about the fall, the fall and winter. Just like September and October are great, but it rains. Fall and the beginning of winter, the only bad thing is that's usually when the parks shut down various rides for refurbishment. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, not that y'all want to go, but maybe some of you do, the water parks usually close down as well for refurbishment. Yeah, and the winter, they usually only keep one open and they close the other one and it rotates every other year. Yeah. But they've got limited hours and if it's, you know, it can get cold in Florida. And so a lot of times they won't even open if it's going to be, you know, we were down there one time and it was 40 degrees. So So, look at the forecast, be prepared and and know that that's going to be... Um, something you might have to deal with. Yeah, and call Disney. I mean, and ask, you know, if you do want to go to a water park, that's if you're dead set on that, or you're wanting, if your favorite ride is a, you have an absolute favorite ride, call the parks. I mean, just call the 1-800-W-Disney or four, what is it? Four, eight, I used to have it memorized. 1-800-W, I don't know. 
Call me. I'll tell you. Uh, let's move into 2020 now. Like I said, I go to various sites for my information, and I kind of use a little bit of this and a little bit of that to make my potion. For, but this is what most of the sites are saying for 2020, if you're planning ahead for next year. The best times to visit are January 6th through the 9th, January 13th through the 16th, January 27th through the th- uh, 13th, and then the end of February, basically, through the beginning of March, like that first week, like March 6th. Remember what we told you in 2019? Yeah, January can just be tricky because it's still, you know, college kids don't go back a lot of times until the end of the month. Yeah. So it's really spotty. Plus, you've got some other holidays. And so it, it's, I mean, it definitely slows down, um, especially the week after New Year's it's, is still busy. But then after that, you know, what we say, January 6th January through the 6th through, uh, that, 6th through the 9th. Yeah. So the 6th through the 9th, that's that perfect example. It's a week after the New Year's. It's starting to slow down again. Um, but then you got to pay attention because the marathon, I'm guessing, is in between there because yep. that's why it's busy between the 9th and the 13th. Yeah. So. And then uh, March 6th is kind of the cutoff, everybody. March 6th. So, again, do what we did this year. I think we're going to probably do that next year. That's a good idea. February 25th through the, 20, uh, the, February 25th through the March 6th is a good time. Then um, summer, forget it, forget summer 2020. And then it just repeats. Yeah, it just basically repeats. Second half of August, most days in September and October, weekdays in November, minus Thanksgiving, and then weekdays in December. It just all kind of repeats. So just no matter when you're going, it's just always a good idea, especially if you're, and if you're staying at a convention hotel, call that hotel and see if there's conventions going on. You know, we stay at the Swan and Dolphin. We're getting ready to do a whole episode about, because it really is one of our favorite resorts for a variety of reasons that is, but it's also a resort heavy hotel or I'm sorry, convention heavy hotel that can affect too. Cause the magic kind of goes away because the conventions sometimes take over the hotel, the whole hotel. So, so there we go. The best times to go. We're going to switch topics just a little bit. Now we don't always, because you know, we want these episodes to kind of live forever and not really be dated. This episode is very is going to be specifically dated because a lot of news broke on this first week of March 2019, and mainly uh, the main the main crux of the news happened and was about Hollywood Studios and Star Wars Galaxy Edge, or as everyone calls it, Star Wars Land. Big big news, like shocking news on the. The stockholders call or stockholders meeting for Disney, Bob Iger, the bigwig for the Walt Disney Company, announced that Walt Disney, uh, the the opening dates for Galaxy's Edge for Disneyland and for Disney World. The shock, it is way early. Way early. I, I mean, let me just tell you, everyone was thinking that Disney World was going to open their... Uh, Maybe by, like, Thanksgiving. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it is opening the end of August. August, uh, it's opening May 31st at Disneyland, and then the end of August for Disney World. And that is crazy early. Yeah. I mean, insane early. Now, here's the deal, though. Here's the here's the little asterisk in the good news. N- uh, both, both of the attractions, there's going to be two big attractions at Disney the Star Wars land. There's going to be the Millennium Falcon ride, and then there's going to be something called the Rise of the Resistance, I believe, which is the ride that you keep hearing is going to be like a half hour. That ride, Rise of the Resistance, will not be open at the opening 
of land and world. It won't be open at the beginning of uh, Galaxy's Edge's run. It's going to be a few months before that second ride becomes open. So no official date for that, but only one ride will be available, the Millennium Falcon ride. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So, And the other thing to keep in mind, no fast passes when the park first opens, obviously, just because they want everyone to get on there and have it be fair. Yeah. So... It's going to be long lines. Just be prepared. The other asterisk, and we only cover Walt Disney World, but since we're talking news, and this is kind of a different episode for us, Disneyland is also going to require you for an inordinate amount of time. We don't know. They haven't set a date. They have. They have set a date for how long they're going to do reservations? Yes. Oh, look at that. Um, they open, what did we say, May? May 29th or something 29th like through June 23rd, I believe. Through June 23rd. Yeah. You're going to have to make a reservation. Uh, to go to Star Wars land. So they're having a separate system to control the flow of traffic and population in there because it'll get so crowded that you have to have a park ticket to get into the park and you're going to have to make a separate reservation, which they haven't announced information on that and when that's becoming available. Um, but you have to have a reservation to get into Star Wars land at Disneyland. But again, not a separate ticket, everyone. And that's only at Disney. Land. Yeah, Disney World is not doing that. It's free to get this thing. You just have to sign up to have a reservation to get into the park. And because our podcast and business is all about Disney World, that's really all we care about. So Disney World will not be doing that. And again, uh, Galaxy's Edge and Disney World at Disney's Hollywood Studios opens at the end of August. So, girl, get those rooms. So exciting. Yeah, yeah. get them now before they're gone. Get the, book those rooms if you're a big Star Wars fan. And just know, I had somebody ask me today, because for those of you who don't know, maybe you're listening other parts of the country, I do a radio show and a talk show here locally in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and I have a studio audience, and a studio audience member had a really good question. She goes, uh, I booked a trip to Disney World the week of opening for Star Wars. She was, am I going to regret this? And I said, yes and no. I said, you may, it may actually benefit you because everyone will be at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's going to pull people from the other parks, probably. Yeah. So I said, if you want to avoid the madness, just don't go to Hollywood Studios. Uh, and that brings us to our last, you know, as, as we said at the beginning of this episode, Colin, we, we literally just got back from World. And as we've said, we have our favorite cast members that, that have become friends of ours. And uh, a couple of them that work at the Tune-In Lounge were telling us some fun little details about how immersive Star Wars Land is going to be. I mean, seriously. There's, no, you know, the stores, they're not going to have, like, Disney tags on it. It's not going to say, like, it's not going to have the castle. It is going to look like you are shopping in a store on another planet. There's, it's not going to have logos on it from Disney World. And I believe they said they won't sell, like, Mickey Mouse because nope. that's a Disney thing, and you'd get that at a different Disney store. This will all be Star Wars. It's a totally immersive experience. They want you, when you walk through the gates of Galaxy's Edge, they want you to feel from tip to tail, top to bottom, left to right, like you are walking around a strange planet. The cast members are not going to be like Julie. You know, hi, I'm Julie from... Well, Disney World, no. Her name will be from the planet of, you know what I mean? It's going to be it's going to be the most immersive thing. It's going to be theme parks on an, a whole other level. The food is going to be alien. Like, it's going to be food we can eat, but weird crap. It's just, it's, I, we're, what, what are you laughing at? <laughs> weird crap is not how I would describe food, but. but you know what I mean. It's going to be like <laughs> corn, but they're going to put weird stuff on the corn. It's Anyway. It's going to be, from everything that we've heard from the cast members that were talking to us, some of which are applying to work over there, it's going to be incredible. So again, Disney World Galaxy's Edge opens at the end of 
August. Book that trip. Can't wait. Book that trip right now. Uh, Yeah. I mean, seriously, like book it before you stop listening to this. Well, that's going to do it for us. If you want to get a hold of us, send us a message, or maybe you have a question that you want us to answer in a future episode. We've made it really easy. You can find us at... Two Fairy Godfathers on Facebook and Instagram. Spell it out. How about Twitter, Kyle? Why? (laughs) It's the number two Fairy Godfather. Yeah, Twitter's the only one different. Always remember that, Two Fairy Godfather. We're most active on Instagram. We post every single day. Send us a direct message there, and don't forget we post a new episode every Monday on Podcast One and Apple Podcast. Have a great and magical week, fairy friends. (laughs) 